Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Whenever the weather turns here, particularly when there is snow in the forecast, we've always told that maybe, you know, leave the car at home, take transit if you can. A bit more challenging this week when we've heard there are issues with transit too, right? You've got that possible strike action happening. So we thought, let's find out exactly what is going on. So joining us now is Liam O'Neill, servicing representative of QP4500. Liam, thank you for being here. All right. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Okay, so first off, can you explain to me what exactly, where's the job action at right now? Well, right now, uh, it's, well, it's the entire metro Vancouver, uh, the entire lower mainland, but it's just uh, currently an overtime ban. So there's no picket line set up, um, but it is all of Coast Mountain Bus. Okay, so it's all the bus drivers or who is it? No, so just for clarity, uh, I think there's a bit of confusion on that. Um, QP4500 is not... Uh, the bus drivers, it's not the operators, and it's not the mechanics or maintenance personnel. It's a supervisor union. So for the most part, it's uh, QP4500 is the supervisors for Coast Mountain Bus. Okay, but that would if supervisors go on strike, that means other unions will respect the picket line, right? Uh, that's my assumption, yeah. Okay. I can't speak for other unions, but yeah. Okay, so how did we get here, Liam? What's been going on with negotiations? What are the concerns? Well... Um, we tried to deal with our issues at bargaining. Um, we, uh, went through that process and at the end, when we got to uh, a couple of our key issues, um, the employer decided they're not going to deal with those issues at all. Um, and a few weeks ago we gave our, uh, proposals or one of our proposal packages to them and we've been waiting for them to return since. Uh, we tried to go through mediation. Mediation didn't work. And we still, even at mediation, we went through a full long day of mediation and the employer still would not return with an offer. So we're waiting for them to come back with an offer. And in the meantime, you've got the strike mandate. Right now, the job action consists of an overtime ban. How long do you think that would continue for? Well, that's a good question. I mean, we're hoping that the employer sees the light and then the pressure is put on them to uh, return to the table with an offer. Uh, but if not, we're going to have to escalate. Uh, you know, it won't just stop at an overtime ban. We're going to have to escalate um, up to and including a uh, full walkout. Okay. So at this point, is it just a, a wait and see, Liam? Is it, can we say that this week the overtime ban is going to continue? Uh, it's going to continue. Oh, for sure. It's going to continue until we escalate. Um and so when that will be, we're going to have to make some decisions on that. Uh, if the employer is continuing to refuse to return to the table with an offer, um, we'll have to make that decision uh, at that time. Okay. So what is the decision-making process? And the reason I asked, Liam, is because this is a tough week, right, for commuters, uh, pretty critical, especially with snow coming and people need to know, can they rely on the transit system being there? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, especially with the overtime ban, uh, that's going to have an effect. Uh, even just the overtime ban is going to have an effect when uh, the snowfall comes because 
you know, it's uh, our members during a snow uh, event uh, are usually called in on overtime to uh, help address all issues that show up. Um, so it's probably going to be some disruption because of that. But I mean, honestly, we're trying to limit the impact as much as possible on the public, but um, I don't know if Coast Mountain Bus is feeling the pressure um, because they haven't returned to the table with an offer. So, um, you know, we're just going to have to uh, make our decision going forward. If, if going through the snow event uh, doesn't get them to see the light, then we're, we're going to have to make a decision at that time. Okay. And what are the biggest issues here, Liam? What are the big concerns for your, your employees? Well, there's a couple of issues. Um, one of them is fair wages. Um, we have uh, a group of members, uh, supervisors that are paid less than other supervisors doing the same work under the Translate umbrella. And we're just looking for um, same pay for uh, people doing the same work. I mean, it's it's basic fairness that we're looking for for our members. Um, that's the, the uh, wage issue. But there's also uh, excessive workload issue in uh, TCOM and transit communications uh, and in uh, the transit supervisor groups. There's uh, there's understaffing there. It's not just understaffing. It's 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 at a level we've been trying to address this excessive workload issue in those two areas for quite some time, and um, with no success. So we had no choice but to bring those issues to the table thinking that, you know, maybe we'll be able to get them to uh, understand the importance of uh, the workload on our members and excessive workload and the effects it has on them, but they're refusing to uh, even consider uh, dealing with those issues at all. Would you say that overtime is, having that is the norm for for employees? Uh, Overtime is the norm. Um, The excessive workload issue and overtime are not necessarily tied together. in transit uh, and the transit communications for those supervisors, they need to increase the regular staffing levels. Like um, just for clarity, like overtime is when you replace a regular employee um, that's missing. Um, we're, we need them to increase the regular staffing. We need more regular staff um, to work in transit communications and uh at the transit supervisor ranks out in the field to help to address a lot of the issues that uh, the transit operators are having to deal with on a day-to-day basis. Right. So, Liam, then what would you say to the public that that relies on transit and maybe this week is really going to need to rely on transit? Yeah. Um, the we're This group you know, of transit supervisors, a large part of what their job is, is to make sure that that buses are on the road, that they make it out, that uh, the buses make it into service, not only on time, um, but they all make it into service. That's that's a large part of the job. So these this group, more than any other, knows the importance of uh, of bus service to the public. So we're like I said, we're trying to limit the impact as much as possible by starting with an overtime ban. And um, I would say reach out to Coast Mountain Bus and tell them to address these issues so that we don't have to escalate. All right, Liam, thank you so much for your time this morning and for explaining it to us. 
Oh, you're welcome. We appreciate that. Liam O'Neill is a servicing representative of QP4500 of Transit Supervisors. You heard them, Transit Communications. They are the ones who are in a strike position and currently have an overtime ban. They could escalate that job action this week. But as Liam points out, even with an overtime ban, which is happening this week, you will see and feel an impact if the snow event does happen. Right now, we do have snow in the forecast starting uh, Thursday morning, it sounds like. Thursday morning, there's about a 60% chance of flurries, and it continues at about that level Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, we've got this chance of flurries. And we know when there is snow, a lot of people say, you know what, I'm going to leave my car at home and I'm going to take transit. But if transit is having issues... Maybe a lot of people are just going to say, you know what, I will work from home. It's hard to be able to rely on it in a situation like this. So that's where we're at right now. Very tricky situation where, yeah, it might take a snow event and compromised transit system for the two sides to feel the pressure of getting a deal done. And unfortunately, that leaves the commuter caught in the middle of that. That just sounds like the way it's going to be this week. So have to come up with other plans for that. We'll see what happens. And of course, for the very latest, keep it tuned in right here, whether it's the weather or the transit strike, we will have that information for you.